Hello, everyone. Welcome to Better Health for Women and Men. I am your host, aka Professor M, or either Lady Michelle, Professor Lady Michelle, aka Professor M. Today is a sad day, but then again, it's a glorious day, and we're talking about the late Tina Turner. I was talking to my ex-husband, and we got a phone call from my daughter, and she was like crying hysterically. I'm like, girl, what's wrong with you? Please tell me it's not true, mommy. Please tell you what? Tina Turner died. So I asked her father, because he always normally keep up with all that stuff, and he said, I haven't got a notification that she died. Well, come to find out, our oldest daughter said, no, it's real. So... I went online to make sure that I knew it was right. I will kind of tell you a story about how our family got connected with her. And then I'm going to give you some some medical things that I read up on it. Back in 85, I got married. And Mr. Purdue introduced us to Tina Turner. Well, I was I was a Christian and I came out of the the, the holiness as they call it the holiness religion where we did not listen to secular music and so what we would do he would say look just just listen to it don't don't change I mean you know don't judge it just listen I said okay whatever and so we had just bought a console TV you know, the TVs, they had the consoles with the, uh, the record player, all that stuff together. So, we I had just bought that. And where we lived at, we lived in a three-bedroom apartment. Matter of fact, even talking about it, I can see it. I can, I'm truthfully telling you the truth. I can see walking in the door, walking in the kitchen. Our table was set on the side where, it, you know, do the, where you eat at. Our um, living room had two slide doors, and the living room was big. You go down through the hall, was the bedroom, was the bathrooms. On one room was the girls' room, on the other room was my mother's room, and the other room was me and Mr. Purdue's room. So, I, 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 I can remember, like, back in my head. And it's been, we've been in Florida for, like, 30 years, so it's been that long. But anyway... And what we would do, especially if it was snowing, and Tina would do in a concert, the children love sweet potato soup. So I would make sweet potato soup and put it in little bowls and just have it. And the lights and things would be off, and we would have the little door, the little sliding door, a little crack where, you know, the, the air could come in because it snowed. Well... My mother loved Tina, and my mother was a holiness preacher, but she loved it. She said something about her music is really inspiring. And so my mother could contest what she went through with Ike. So as the children got older, um, Mr. Purdue went to one of her concerts, and he said, do you want to go? I said, no, I, I don't told you. I don't, you know, I, it's one thing to look at on TV, but it's another thing to go to a concert. And he shared experience with us. He would say, you know what? I went. 
And he said it was nothing but peace in the concerts. I said, boy, what are you talking about? He said, I'm serious. It was nothing but peace. He said her music just flowed. And he went to see her twice. And so he has a good recollection of how her concerts run. And so today when I got the message, you know, I'm like saying, wow, wow, you know, when we've seen your thing. And so what I want to share with you all is this. Think about how her music inspired you. Think about how her music made you feel as a woman. Especially with the song, What's Love Got to Do With? That song had a lot of meaning to it. In other words, while Ike is beating on her behind, he's also telling her that he loved her. And she's saying, what's love got to do with this? And when she met her now husband and how she was so, oh my Lord, she was so beaten down until she looked at the guy and said, just make love to me. A lot of people don't understand that a woman, when she's been beaten down so hard, only thing she just wants somebody to just hold her. And I'm very grateful that the young man stood by her as long as he did. And although, you know, although people made fun of her because of her age and because of his age, and it's like, you know, I've heard little people say, you know, if you want a young man, just wait to about, about the 80s and the 70s and you get a young man or wait to the 90s. Quit it. Because you don't know what a person go through. Show me in the Bible where Jesus said that you had to be a certain age. You have a lot of young people. Say, for instance, with the guy that I go with. He's just turning 40. But guess what? He has, he has a mind of an older man. We call it the old folks soul. So his age is nothing but a number. I had a young kid one time, and I think I shared this with you all. I was in the store, and I never forget, the young man came up to me. He said, how old are you? And I looked at him like, boy, what are you talking about? He said, I would like to date you. And I bust out laughing and said, young man, go home to your mother. I am a grown married woman. And he said, you married? Yes, I am married. But he respected that. And I remember he used, I remember one time he said something. He said, you're not like the young, the, the, the young woman here. And he had a point there. Because the young women, only thing they want to do is shake their tail feathers and all this bull crap. And, you know, it's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting off the subject a little bit, but I'm going to go off and come back on. It's just like yesterday, um, I had to go to Orlando. And there was this girl, she was in her little Mercedes Benz, and oh my God, you know, she's texting and everything, and she was in front of us, and my daughter said, I wish you would drive, and I said, it couldn't be, it couldn't be me, I said, because I would blow her behind off the road. This young money, this, this new money is, is totally crazy, it has, they have no, they have no values, they too busy want to show off what they got when the millionaires the old the old millionaires they they didn't give a care if you know anything they fit in right with the crowd but this young generation they got to do this and all this crazy nonsense but anyway going back to tina tina made young women 
feel like young women. Uh, when Angela Bassett played her, that took that that took her story to a whole new level. And I'm very grateful to her music. I'm very grateful to what she has done with her music. I'm very grateful to to the things that she created. I'm very grateful for that. I was hurt when her son killed himself. I was very hurt of that. Now, some years later, mama's dead. And, and people don't understand. Also, stress. I don't care what these guys say that stress do not bother them. It's not true. Stress eats on everyone. Now, I'm going to get into the medical side. She had, from what I read, she had intestinal cancer. Okay. Let me share something with you guys. She lived as long as she lived. Dealing with this. And, and I want to share something with, with you all. A lot of the entertainers and celebrities, they are workaholics. They are workaholics. They will work to the ground just to make sure that you all got it, but they're not taking care of their health. They would do that. And from what I was reading, from what I was reading, intestinal cancer, that means that the bowels was not right. Well, guess what? That's what happened to, um, oh my goodness, uh, mm, Black Panther. He had that same problem where his bowels wasn't working right. Then I was reading where she had a kidney transplant. Okay, then. A kidney transplant. Your kidneys are what functions. It cleans out everything. When you urinate, it cleans out. Some of the reasons why we have kidney diseases is because we don't take care of ourselves. I I was diagnosed with kidney disease. And my doctor was saying, he said, we might have to get you into a, um, a doctor to deal with this. And so I had to pause this, so I'm going back into what I was talking about. And so it was like, okay. And so what I did was I got a hold to a kidney um, foundation school where they had free classes. And I took the classes. And I kid you not, I'm glad that I did. And some of the foods that cleanses your kidneys, you'll be very surprised. Broccoli. Broccoli cleanses your kidneys. And I am a broccoli person. I love me some broccoli. And so I began to eat that. And then I began to drink more water. And it was like, wow. Whew. So when I went back to the doctor, did a test, 
He said, whatever you're doing, do it. And so me, I have an eating disorder. When I'm stressed, I eat a lot. And so when I went to the hospital about two Mondays ago, the doctor looked at me. He said, you weigh 220 some pounds. I said, that's a lot. He said, I'm looking at the scale. I don't care what your scale said. That's a lot. But I would notice how my legs was hurting so bad. So I said, something, it, it might be, because I couldn't really understand. So what I said, you know what? I'm only going to eat one meal a day. I take my Slim Fast Shake. And I said, I'm going to eat one meal a day until we can get a, a, a control on this. Sure enough, since last week, a week before last, well, Monday would have been a week. Monday would have been a week. I have been eating like one meal a day, not eating a lot of junk food, drinking water, and all that good stuff. Well, and then I've been making sure that my bowels and some of the medicines that they give you make you constipated as well. So what I did, and I'm not ashamed to admit this, Delculex is very good for, for making your bowels move. Um, I took it the first time. It didn't really do no good. So I said, okay, I'm going to take it the second time. But what I did was I took it with my Slim Fast. And I kid you not, went to the restroom. That is all she wrote. Keep yourself clean. Also, broccoli is like a fiber. Fiber. It keeps you clean on the inside. So, I believe this, and I have to be honest with you, a lot of the celebrities, they do not eat right because there's too, they're too busy trying to produce good stuff for you guys. Because when I looked it up and they said she's been balanced for a long time. Wow. Matter of fact, since, since 2016. So, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 21, 22, 3, that's eight years. That is eight years. On top of that, her son killed himself. All of that pressure. But I thank God that she lived to be 83 years old because she could have died sooner. All right, let's go back. Eight years, 83. 82, 81, 80, I mean, 70, 79, 78, 77, 76, 75. She was 75 years old. Going through all of this. Not letting the world know what was going on. Very privately. That is a lot. So I honor her. For the legacy that she left. I honor her. Now some people might be upset. Because she's in Sweden. Well here's another thing. She left America. Because America wasn't supporting her. They wasn't supporting her. And it goes back to a scripture. Where it says in the Bible. A prophet is not honored in his own town so what she did her and her guy 
said, okay, what we're going to do, we're, we're, we're going to move to Sweden. And I want to say thank you to the Sweden country, our nation, for blessing her. I want to say thank you to the Europeans for being there for her because she was an American. She was born American. So she used American blood. And you guys still embraced her. And I personally want to say thank you from the bottom depths of my heart. Now, for a whole week, now we get off of Tina, but I'm going to share something with you. For a whole week, I have been so lightheaded. And yesterday I picked my grandson up. And I was still lightheaded, you know, kind of weaving off on the road. And it's like, what in the world? Oh, my God, what in the world? So, <clears throat> my heart, where we say the Holy Spirit, others say their heart. Well, I'm going to say the Holy Spirit said, it's your blood. Well, according to the hospital, Everything was okay. You know, my blood count was good. Everything was okay. Well, when I got home, I said, let me let me work on something. So I had these vitamin, I mean, these iron pills. And so I said, okay, I'm gonna make me a tea. So I made me a iron tea. And you might say, what in the world? And I'm gonna tell you. The water dissolved the, 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 the water dissolved the tablets. And so what I did was I um no 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 correction. I made me a drink, just an iron drink, and I had put some um sparkling water in it. It was the sparkling water was like black cherry and everything, so I put it in there and I drank it. Well, this morning I got up. And I made me some lime tea, some iron lime tea. Put the same pills. This time when I did three pills the first time, I did two pills this time. I'm here to tell you that I am not lightheaded no more. When your body tells you something, listen. I thank God for the Holy Spirit telling me, no, this is what this is what the problem is. I am sitting here recording this and to say, I am not dizzy. I am not lightheaded. I'm fine. When I get done eating, I made me like a um sort of like a vegetable pizza. When I get done, I'm going in my home. I can walk. When I get done, I'm going to walk. I'm dropping weight. My legs do not hurt me as much. I had, I'm 5'2". I did not knew, I did not know that I was weighing that much. And when the doctor said, no, we see you in a lot of chronic pain. And it's like, wow. I'm very grateful to God. So this podcast is in the honors 
of the legendary legend, the late Tina Turner. Rest in peace, my love. And thank you for all the wonderful music that you've given us. <laughs>